The New Jersey man threatened farmers who denied him sex with their animals. And China is breeding giant pigs as heavy as polar bears amid a pork shortage. And a woman allegedly told the police that the meth sandwich was to blame for her failed drug test. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm your host, Jonesy, and I'm going to give you some weird stories for Monday. Let's begin the week on a happy note, on a funny note. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A New Jersey man threatened farmers who denied him sex with their animals. A New Jersey man was arrested for asking the local farmers permission to have sex with their animals. And then he threatened the farmers and damaged their cars when they refused. At least he asked, you know. This guy was nice. Hey, would you mind if I put my private parts inside your cow, Bessie? You know, there's a lot of people out there running around just, you know, accosting your farm animals without asking you. You know, it's a major, it's a catastrophe in some of these places. Like, who knows? I don't know. I'd imagine Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida. People all over. They want to have sex with animals. They don't ask you. At least this guy had the decency to ask the local farmer. Hey, man. You got a pretty sweet looking emu. Would you mind if I fondle your emu? Could we have fondle emu hour at your place tonight? I'll bring some wine. I'll give you and your wife a bottle of wine as well. Hey, look it. I'm not expecting just to have sex with your emu without paying, without giving you some compensation. I'm a decent human being that just enjoys having sex with animals. His name is Richard Decker. Decker. A la Blade Runner. He's age 31. Oh... He began sending the the messages to some Sussex County farms and horse stables in 2018. Well, this has been going on for over a year. This guy's been courting these farm animals. (laughs) Courting. (laughs) Asking the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and their horses. Only cows and horses? This guy doesn't find chickens attractive. Cows and horses, by the way, got to be tough animals to have sex with. They're big. They weigh a lot. Come on. When Decker was rejected by the farmers, the local stables, he allegedly sent some threats. He placed homemade metal spikes on their driveways to damage their tires. That's a strange way to get revenge. Metal spikes to damage their tires? Why don't you just... Be normal and slash their tires with a knife. Do you have to, like, lay out metal spikes in a row behind... (laughs) Just a very convoluted revenge plot. If you've got enough money for these professional metal spikes that you can put on driveways, the kind that the police use, why don't you buy yourself a cow or a sheep, Decker? Get your own little animal orgy going on at your own place. In one case, Decker threatened to beat a farmer's wife with a wooden stick. A wooden stick? He's He's mixing old school weaponry... With modern police equipment. (laughs) On the one hand, he's got these metal spikes that he lays across the driveway. And then on the other hand, he's got just a wooden stick. (laughs) I will blow you up with a nuclear missile or I will throw a stone at you. Your choice. 
Several of, several of the property owners reported that their tires had been damaged by those spikes. He was arrested in Vernon Township on October 3rd after the police searched his home. What did they find? Some mongoose porn? I mean, this guy, what do you do? Hey, you know what? Hey, hey, this guy's just trying to bring some love to your farm, man. Why do you got to be so up in arms about it? Sussex County community farmers and horse stables. (laughs) Can't you just let a, a fella come over and make love to your sweet animals? They're probably very lonely. It might raise the morale in your stable. Who knows? I don't know. I know when I'm getting sex on a regular, my household's a happy household, right? <laughs> Your cows might produce more milk. Happy cows. Now, the poor guy. I mean, these days, if you're, if you're really into animals and you don't have your own farm, it's just tough. It's tough going <laughs> in the bestiality world, isn't it? Guys, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I'm into bestiality. I just can't afford my own beasts. I just wish I could afford some beasts. There's probably some kind of like underground bestiality rings where you like pay admission to have sex with some animals. Like some farmer that's struggling. You know, maybe the milk industry is not doing so well. I don't know. I'm not updated on the milk industry. I have no idea if it's flourishing or not. But let's say the milk industry is having some tough times. Or maybe no one wants feta cheese, you know? Goat's milk is on the outs. People are going dairy-free these days, you know? The almond milk has taken over. The oat milk has taken center stage these days. Maybe no one wants cow milk. Maybe no one wants goat milk anymore. Maybe these goat farmers and cow farmers are struggling out there in the real world. Maybe they need to make some extra ducats on the side. They do an underground bestiality at their farm (laughs) situation. After hours, yo, where you going tonight? Oh, man, you know what I'd like to do after I have a few in me. I like to go over to club. Do you want to come? What do you want to do? You want to meet me at club? Yo, you going to club? What are the hours over at club? Nah, man, I think they're closed. We're going to have to go over to club. I'm so high. What the hell? This is a terrible story. This is so wrong. Everything about it. You could totally use this one news item to just totally ruin my career, couldn't you? <laughs> it's so bad. People, You know, there are people out there so dumb that they do not know I'm joking. They just don't. There's got to be some people out there that are just not capable. <laughs> Meh. Sticking with the animal theme, China is breeding giant pigs as heavy as polar bears amid a pork shortage. Pork shortage. Say that five times fast. Pork shortage, pork shortage, pork shortage, pork shortage, pork shortage. Was that four? Farmers have always done their best to maximize yield, whether that be cramming another row of corn onto a field or breeding beefier cattle. Beefy enough to attract your local bestiality fan. (laughs) I'm kidding. Uh, Let's get out of that one. So pig farmers in China are really taking things to a whole new level, apparently. The media has reported that some pig farmers in China have bred their animals into an almost unrecognizable state. They are so big, they don't even look like pigs anymore. On a farm owned by a man named Pang Kong, Pang Kong, 
One particularly surprised... I'm sorry. One particularly supersized pig, although the pig is probably also surprised. How did I get this big? This pig weighs in over at 1,100 pounds, making it bigger than a polar bear. Really? Polar bears are only 1,000 pounds? I thought they were like a ton. I I didn't know this, but pork prices are currently high in many parts of China due to an illness that rapidly swept through farms and claimed the lives of countless animals. Now the farms with healthy pigs are doing their best to meet the demand and are getting top dollar for their animals as a bonus. Pong's farm is a relatively small-scale operation, but his big pigs still fetch a hefty sum, with the largest selling for over 10,000 won, or roughly $1,400. That's big money for small farming operations. And the larger farmers in the region have taken notice, placing an emphasis on breeding bigger and bigger pigs. Larger pigs! Supersize the pigs! Massive, abominable pig sizes. As the country recovers from the effects of the swine fever that wiped out so many of the pigs, prices will likely stabilize a little bit, but the trend of breeding bigger pigs may well be here to stay. Once farmers begin placing an emphasis on bigger livestock during breeding, turning back the clock isn't so diff- isn't just difficult. It may also seem like a bad business move. That is to say, nothing for the health of the animals, of course. As the, as the pigs get larger and the yield goes up, the animals are likely to be increasingly uncomfortable, as their skeletal structure and internal organs aren't necessarily built to deal with the strain. And this article comes with a photo of a pig that is uh, so big that my jaw dropped to the ground. I mean, you can't... Mm, I mean, it just looks... They say uncomfortable, but I mean, yeah... Uh, the poor thing is just ridiculous. I mean, it's not going to be able to move. It looks like maybe it could roll. This is the kind of animal that's just going to lay on its side for its lifetime, however short that is. Very sad. I had no idea about the uh, pork shortage. No clue. But apparently it is. It's, it's, such a, it's such a big deal. I know that, you know, Asians like their pork as well, from what I've heard. It's big. Pork is big. Yeah, I was just over there. I know. I know the deal with pork. I had a bunch of it. Love it. I mean, I'm I'm on board with the whole bacon is good. Pork chops taste good. Love me some swine. I had pork sausage for breakfast this morning. I eat my bacon. I love turkey bacon, but I love regular bacon as well. Don't know if I'm for don't know if I'm gonna if I'm supporting this uh, this supersized pig movement though. I mean, it just seems like a, a. Although I don't know, we're eating the animal at the end of the day. What does it matter, right? If the animal's uncomfortable for a little while, I know people do feel terrible about this. Peta likes to get on board with this kind of stuff. They're like, you will not make the animals uncomfortable, even if you're gonna stick them on the end of a fork. Give them a good life before you shove them in your mouth. I know that's a thing. I know. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm open to an argument on either side of it, really, to be honest with you. I got to say, I'm, I'm really kind of leaning towards who gives a damn. How they live out their final year, you know, if you're just going to eat the damn thing. But I can be convinced otherwise. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm open here. If you want to call Weird AF News and have a little convo about it, the ball's in your court, people. 646-450-2012. You can email me. That's right. Funnyjones at gmail.com. You want to give my phone number to PETA? I'm sure they would like to have a word with me. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'll be in my uh, kitchen. Eating bacon. Yeah, that's right. Eating some bacon. Yeah, you want to come over for some bacon? Have some bacon.
A woman tells the police it was a meth sandwich that's to blame for her failed drug test. Little Rock, Arkansas. Capital of meth? I don't know. It's up in the air. An Arkansas woman who was arrested on drug charges allegedly told the police, as she was being read her rights, that if she failed a chemical drug test, it would be due to the methamphetamine sandwich that her brother fed her. According to the police affidavit, Elizabeth Marie Catlett and Don Russell Fur were stopped by the police when they were driving their 1994 Toyota Camry without headlights. No headlights on the Camry. No headlights on the Camry is the least of her problems. The media reported that when the officer pulled the two over and approached the vehicle, he noticed the distinct smell of marijuana and said that Catlett was moving about the vehicle in a quick, nervous manner. During a search of the vehicle, the police found drug paraphernalia, which included several baggies of meth and a glass pipe that the siblings said belonged to somebody else. Yeah, these aren't our glass pipes. These aren't our baggies, of course. Believe us, this is Arkansas. Fur admitted to using meth around 11 p.m. the previous night before going to visit Catlett's brother in the hospital before telling police that he had a bag in the car's glove box containing a meth shake. A meth shake? That sounds lovely. <laughs> if any of you heard my, my meth joke, you'd be seriously laughing right now. Both Fur and Catlett were taken to the Garland County Detention Center where the police said Catlett failed a field sobriety test about three times. Catlett told the police that if she, if she pops hot... Pops hot. I guess that means fails the drug test. It's because she was fed a sandwich contained with meth. Oh, the old meth in the sandwich excuse. You know how it is. You know? Hey, guys. <laughs> I hate to blame it on Subway sandwiches, but, you know, sometimes I go in there and I want to get myself a BMT, you know, on whole wheat. But And sometimes they... And when I'm picking out the things, I'm like olives, you know, sweet peppers, jalapenos, tomatoes. I love the, the onions. Uh, and then sometimes they throw meth in there. Not my fault. I didn't ask for the meth, but it's next to the olives. And sometimes they grab the meth and throw it in the sandwich. Not my fault. Subway has been known to put meth inside their subs. Then they cook it up in the oven. You know, don't know. Meth sandwich, guys. Not my fault. And by the way, I'm not lying. And I, I, I can't deny I've had a couple sips of that meth shake that was in the glove box. I don't know how we got the meth shake in a glove box, to be honest with you, without spilling everywhere, but apparently we got it in the glove box. It's a miracle. I told Mr. Fur that you couldn't get it in there. I know he's my brother, but I sometimes call him Mr. Fur. He gets a little furry when he's on the meth as well. I got to tell you, trying to touch me and shit. Got to tell him, back off, Fur. I know you're on the meth, but back off. I took a sip of that meth shake. It's pretty good. I like it with blueberries. I really do. little protein powder in there can't hurt either because when I'm on the meth, I tend to lose weight. So you got to pack that protein in there, you know, when your meth shake. <laughs> Between the meth shake and the meth sandwich, you know, I'm probably going to fail this drug test, but I'm just telling you, I don't intend to take meth. It's just that everybody that's around me that's in charge of my nutrition keeps adding meth to my shit. They know I want a meth-free diet these days. I've been trying to go paleo. I told him, paleo, paleolithic man, caveman, never had meth. No, this is pre-meth. That was a pre-meth era. And I want their diet. Their diet did not include meth. But no one's listening to me. They're putting meth in my stuff. I got to tell you, I had meth tiramisu for dessert the other day. I didn't know it was meth tiramisu. Someone put it in the meth. Have you been to a wedding like this? Psh, crazy Italians. <laughs>
<laughs> Meth in the glove box. That sounds like a a great song, you know? Come on by, I'll make you a meth sandwich. I got some mayo too. That okay with you? I think you'd like your meth sandwich if I cut it in half. You can have some now and some later too. And then when you're having your meth sandwich, you can run around my house and clean. Because my house needs to be clean. Would you like some tater chips with your mess sandwich, baby? For me, it's Pringles all the way. Oh, mess sandwich. I made you a mess sandwich. Cause I care about your lunch experience. Ho, 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 ho. Yay! Hey, what's up, boys and girls? This is Jonesy. I'm glad you stayed till the end of the episode, and I appreciate you being a loyal fan and listener of Weird AF News. Uh, it would help tremendously if you subscribed and liked the podcast and told a friend about it. Let them know that there's another source of news that doesn't make you want to slit your wrist on a daily. How about that? Yes. In other words, I'm providing a youth, a, a youthful, a useful, a youthful service to the community, aren't I? Going to give some love to some people on Instagram, the Thomas family from Palmer, Mass. Shout out to them. On Facebook, Allison Woodruff and the Woodruff family in Tennessee. They wrote, love you, Jonesy. You always make my family laugh while we're cooking dinner. I'm so pleased with that. Also, shout out to Kerry from Mississippi who called the show and gave me a nice shout out. Uh, Mississippi, yeah. Never been. Love to give it a try. Who knows what's going on over there? Probably some weird shit, right? Hang out with Kerry and his friends. <laughs> That'd be a blast. Yeah, you guys can always call the show. As you know, 646-450-2012. Uh, you can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Uh, huge shout out to Jason Watkins who joined the Patreon over the weekend and made me smile and he wrote me a little note hey Jonesy listen to you every day going through your entire podcasts as well my partner Mandy and myself love your humor and you regularly make us laugh out loud keep it up buddy it's awesome thank you Jason Watkins you are awesome and so is Mandy and I appreciate appreciate you guys uh, not only being loyal listeners of the show, um, but supporting the show by joining the Patreon, which is just like the nicest thing you can do for a, for a brother. I appreciate that. Look, and I'm just a lowly podcast producer over here, man. Just trying to just trying to make it work over here. Just trying to get enough crust to drink some high end coffee one day. You know what I mean? Like that cat poop coffee. Just into it, man. Into it. Want to raise my lifestyle? <laughs> Saving up for. A real studio instead of recording the podcast on my floor on a yoga mat. You know what I'm saying, guys? And in order to do that, go to the Patreon. Help Jonesy out. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. You get bonus episodes like I uploaded yesterday with my comedian friend Lisa Goppman. I'm going to 
uh, record another episode tomorrow with a kind of a somewhat celebrity friend of mine, which would be pretty cool. You guys will enjoy that. I also uploaded a video of my uh, uh, my weird excursion when I was in Ohio. Uh, that's on there as well. So you get all sorts of stuff, like 24 hours of bonus episodes. Incredible. So check out the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash News. Support the show. As always, you can reach me on Instagram at Funny Jones, on Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Hope you guys enjoyed the Florida Friday episodes on Friday. Yeah, we put those out, baby. Florida Fridays. Doing it, baby. Still crazy after all these years. Am I right? See you tomorrow. Get the hell out of here, Jonesy. We all know damn well that if I or somebody else in here in the lovely state of Florida invited you over to one of our cookouts, you'd put your best pair of cut-off jeans a Dan Marino half t-shirt, and a pair of flip-flops, and you'd blend right in, son. Who you think you're fooling, brother? Who you think you're fooling? You'd be down here in Florida, lickety-split. Man, all I have to do with line the El Camino bed with a garbage bag, fill that baby full of some water and some Bud Lights, hell, we'd have ourselves a limousine pool. Anyway... I've been drinking a little bit on the weekend here, Jonesy, because the wife's out of town and I'm just talking to myself, it feels like, right now. So I don't know. I don't know exactly what you expect from me right now, Jonesy. But, uh, you know, thank you for your support. I bet we can find a way to get Jonesy down to Florida. I bet if you comedy fans out there that frequent the clubs, frequent the establishments... Were to stop spread the word, we could get Jonesy down to Florida. Get a nice little tour going or something there, you know what I mean? Around spring break, maybe? I bet you he'd do that. Hit up Tampa. You know, the nice spots, Bush Gardens. You know what I'm saying. Wherever the clubs are. I, for one, I can't make it into the club as much because we live since that time. Well, we won't get into that. You can watch that on that Cops episode back in 87. But anyway, I bet you bet you if everybody out here in Florida went around to your local comedy club and said, you demand to see Mr. Jonesy, I bet he'd come down to Florida. Thank you for your support. Hey, Jonesy. This is Carrie down in Mississippi. And uh, we listen to you every day. We really do, me and my friends. We especially on Friday, the Florida Friday thing you do. I just really like it. Um, you know, just keep it weird. You know, that's what we do there in Mississippi. You know, don't don't treat us any different. You know, I just want to. Everybody's the same. Everybody's just doing it right. And uh, Florida Friday, man, I just appreciate what you're doing. And that damn story about the. The man arrested for getting an alligator drunk. I I really like that one. I I really we all did. We were talking about it just a minute ago. We had a chorus line. Well, that girl over there, she had a fucking male genuine draft. I don't know where the fuck she got that. Where did you get that? I don't know, but yeah, man, we just really like what you're doing, Mississippi all the way. Did you see the game the other night? Oh, it's fucking. I'm not gonna ask him that. He's on the. Oh, okay. All right, Jones. Jonesy, this is Jay from Sacktown calling about the dog that shot the lady in the back seat of the pickup or whatever, however it happened. Oh, I was so juiced when you was talking about playing this story because I seen this story on the news and it was hilarious. And then I was twice more excited 
when you said, I'm going to play you a clip of the 911 call, because I just knew my boy Jonesy had got the same snippet of news that I had got, but when you play the 911 call, you missed the best part. Oh, the news got it. Fox 40 News and Sackdown, they had me rolling, because I don't know when of the 911 call, I don't know if you had heard the whole thing or what happened, bro, but when she got shot, I don't know when in the clip it was, because, you know, they edited it out in the news, too. But at one point, she was like, oh, oh, shit, it hurts. It hurts, because it was like, oh, babe, it hurts, blah, 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 right? And then dude goes, oh, come on, baby. I know you're tougher than that. <laughs> and the news people were like, damn, she just got shot in the leg by the dog, and you talking about you know she's supposed to be tougher than that? What in the hell? That shit was hardcore, bro. Talk about country. Yo, yo, baby. You know you're tougher than that. What's wrong? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I was rolling. Like, how? You got shot in the leg, and she's complaining because it hurts, and you're going to tell her, oh, I know you're tougher than that. That was cold-blooded, bro. Only in Oklahoma. I'm out. Hey, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City, and I just wanted to thank you for the birthday song on Wednesday. I really, truly appreciated that. That really just made my day. And to listen to Weird AF News at the end of the day and hear that special birthday song that you created for me was just a, a real thrill and a pleasure. And I have to thank you for that. Um, being, <laughs> as you said, an original OG fan of the show and um, that you did that especially for me, was just a, a real uh, treat for me. Um, going back as long as I have listening to the show, I uh, proudly wear the moniker of Fan 18 that you joked for so many months that you only had 18 fans. Well, I, I proudly wear that uh, that name, uh, that label with, uh, with Glee. And uh, I remember the day that you announced that you had 100,000 subscribers to the show. I don't know where you are now on numbers, but I remember that back in, oh, geez, was it February of 2017 or 2018? Um, but that uh, was a real thrill to to uh, claim that name for myself every time you would joke for that. I'd call in and say that I was your fan number 18. Anyhow, um, you said something the other day about you wondered if there was a National Frisbee Day. Well, I checked on that, and there doesn't seem to be one, but there is a National Disc Golf Day, and that's the first Saturday of every August. And then there was a, a, a story you did the other day about um, cattle that are being surgically uh tortured or surgically having their organs removed and uh you you made a joke about please leave my cattle alone if i had a, a pet uh, cow you said you wouldn't want anyone to bother it and you said i don't uh own a cattle but if i do please leave it alone and i have to tell you being from iowa a bit of a farm boy when i was younger um, but cattle is a, a plural term of many, meaning many cows. So it was kind of funny when you said, I don't own a cattle. Anyhow, I have to rib you a bit about that. Um, so anyhow, uh, you don't own a cow, but uh, just uh, I had a little laugh.
to myself there. Anyway, take care, and thanks again so much for the birthday song. Love you, man. Bye-bye. Hey, Jose, this is Dallas from Minnesota. I have two comments today. The first one will be on the uh, the cows getting mutilated. I, I agree with you. I don't think it's aliens. Um, and I, I, with all the information we have, I'm surprised we're not finding a correlation. Like, is there a pattern? Is it going from, you know, this spot to this spot to this spot? Or is it actually completely random? Uh, you know, if it's random, then I wonder how it's happening. But I bet you it's, you know, some people that are playing a prank to get people to believe in aliens. Uh, not saying there's not aliens out there. I just don't think that they're messing with us. I bet you they're on their own home planet, dealing with their own bullshit, just like we are. And the second thing uh, that I want to comment on is uh, the period text. Um, I don't know what exactly this period tax is. I don't think there is any additional tax on any period products. Um, so it, 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 that that statement makes no sense to me. If there's any tax on it, it's a regulation of sales tax that's based on the state. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if it ever would be tax-free, um, you know, simply because it is a product. I also don't agree that the product should be free. And women should actually hear me out on this. It shouldn't be free because, you know, the, the fact that there's a cost to it improves innovation of the product, improves comfort of the product. Um, you know, there's plenty of things where we need every day, like toothpaste. Would we want that to be free? No, because we would be limited to a very small commodity of the product, and we wouldn't have the products that uh, uh, that, that we would prefer to have. Um, maybe it could be included in some welfare program for, for people who already get food stamps and cash assistance. But no, I don't believe that the product should be free for the rest of us. All that really would do is hurt jobs. It would hurt the economy. And it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> Sorry if that makes me feel like I'm unreasonable, Jonesy, but that is my opinion. <laughs> Talk to you later.